0: you're Only and I had to fake
1: it. can't Okay. Alright, welcome to the Sunday push Podcast. Uh, we opened with a, a song. Who's that by again? And what's it Le- called? Leah
2: Kate. 10 Things I Hate About You. Leah Kate.
1: Leah Kate. 10 Things I Hate About You. It sounds uh, right up my alley. It's got a little bit of a Olivia Rodrigo vibe. and
2: You know yeah. how I feel about her. Uh, I don't know, but I'm sure your your guests do. Do you know the movie 10 Things I Hate About You?
1: Is that with Josh Harnett?
2: No, that was with Heath Ledger and... Cisco. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> Cisco was
1: in a teen movie at one point in time yeah, Alright Alright Welcome We're gonna talk uh, some college basketball And then uh, we'll, we'll see where it takes us So let's start off how we always do With a little Friday night intro And then we'll get right into things here
0: Friday night I'm thinking that We just might Fly away to someplace place Day don't know who we are now I'm riding shotgun in your car we drive through the city like explorers going 65 Blowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday, now it's Saturday. Press jeans buttoned up, jeans iron slipping up, red shoes walking slow, headphones blaring three stacks, sunglasses flaring out, thick watch hanging low, studded belt pulled taut, three stacks on the radio. Friday night, I'm thinking that we just might Run away to
1: some place we we can be who we are. We can be who we are. We can be who we are. Thanks for joining Matthew
0: from Great the Wolf team
1: Um it's been a little bit. What's uh you've been interviewing people. What what's been your most interesting interview as of late?
2: trying to remember who we had. I had Jim Morris, who's the, he was played by Dennis Quaid, the, the rookie Disney movie. He was like a 35 year old major league player. Um, I had Wayne Hoffman on. I don't know if that was before or after the last time we went, a world renowned mentalist uh, who, man, he freaking blew my mind with these tricks. He did a three card Monty and he, was doing it in super slow motion and still couldn't figure out what card it was. So that was, uh, that was pretty wild. We had a local comedian here in, in South Florida, Brittany brave, who's doing great things. She's pretty funny. And, um, I had John O'Leary who's, uh, it's a Google Jack and the kid, 12 minutes story about, it's just an incredible stories. Probably the best motivational motivational speaker I've had. I've seen when I was uh, when I was at Lexus, and it was just it was unbelievable. The best speaker I've ever seen, and he was gracious enough to come on the Wolf Den and and share his story. So it's been. I've uh, had some Olympians on. it's, it's been fun.
1: So, yeah. Um, what do you mean three card money? What's what's no, yeah, the? You show Is three like...
2: cards, and you got to follow the ace, and then he's like, "All right, where's the ace?" Yeah. He, he was he was doing it like this. I mean, it was so, like, here's the three cards, right? You got to find out which one, where's the green one, right? right? And he was doing this, and he was doing it like this, so slow. And you're like, which one's the green one? And you're like, okay, the green one's definitely It's in the great. middle. And he turns it around, and it wasn't the eighth. It was, uh... <laughs> anyway, you got to, just go to the episode. What's his name? Chris Angel? Wayne, Wayne Hoffman. Oh, okay. He's been on, uh... oh, he's been on everywhere. Ellen. He was on America's Got Talent. He's just uh, – he does shows all around the, the country, all around the world too. His intro video to that his, his manager sent me, I was like, this is, this is the greatest intro. There's no way anyone's going to send me a better intro video than this. It was crazy. Uh,
1: and then you had a comedian on. Did you guys talk about what she thought of the Will Smiths slap?
2: <laughs> he was on before then. I was, I was uh, on a cruise. And my wife sends me a text, like a a, a a description. And it said like, Will Smith went up on stage and slapped Chris Rock." I'm like, come on, that, that didn't happen. And uh, then I get back and it's like, that's, that's all anyone was talking about. It's a, it's a wild, it's crazy. I and mean, they got the Grammys tonight. You think the Grammy producers are worried about what might be said or what might happen?
1: What, like this? <laughs> you know who's got
0: the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem and his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. GI Jane too. Can't wait to see it. All right. That was a nice one. Okay, I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh wow, wow.
2: Actually, that's the first time I've seen it. It's. Uh...
1: I love it. I didn't. I didn't show the whole clip where he goes back to his seat and he says, "Keep my wife's name yeah, out yeah, here. yeah, yeah, yeah. Effing uh... mouth. I talked to it about you know in length on my last podcast, but. I just want to get your thoughts, your initial thoughts. Yeah. He had I, a com- I wish he had the comedian on afterwards. Comedians <laughs> hate hated it.
2: They hated that he came up and slapped?
1: Yeah. I mean, most because, people. Did, because because our- their <laughs>
2: reasoning is
1: God, that means everyone else is now going to do that. They're just going to be at a random comedy club and say, Will Smith did it. That means I can do it.
2: Yeah. Well, Will Smith, well, you know, we could talk about privilege uh, on another show, but. I, no one's going up and walking at the in, the Hollywood improv and slapping the comedian is not going to end well. Like it ended, you know, and Will Smith is going to go through some stuff. He's obviously got some, you know, his relationship with Jada is not, well, who knows, who knows really what it is. Uh, I feel bad for him, but also he's a grown man who can't, you know, he made a decision. It's not like he was standing there and he just slapped him and he literally made the decision to walk up and slap him. So, you know, you're a grown man, you know, Actions, you can't do it. You know it's unfortunate, and I'm a big Will Smith fan, and I'll watch his movie when if a movie comes out. But man, that's whoo Some of the great. So I'm not a the the internet is always undefeated, right? I mean, it's unbelievable the memes that have come out of it. And I'm not a I'm not a practical impractical jokers fan. i Actually, don't I I don't like them at all. But the funny <laughs> one of the funniest ones I said. I saw was when it said it had them on there with Will and in his ears like, all right, now go slap Chris Rock.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't quite understand that. My brother loves that show. He's no, like, I oh, know. you watching Practical Jokers? I'm like, it's I watched real. one episode. I'm like, this, this, this isn't funny. Yeah, it's not understand.
2: funny. <laughs> I mean, there's no way at this point these people don't know who they are. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. I guess I haven't thought about it like that. Yeah. And the other, no, like the other, one I famous now.
2: somebody posted a fake Will Smith Instagram post two days ago. With It was a picture of him with his arm around Chris Rock and it said April Fools. I thought that was pretty funny.
1: <laughs> uh, no, it was, uh, I will say we'll move on real quick, but it, I, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. Ever. Yeah. A TV moment. I've I've seen crazier things on the red line on the daily. Um, actually, it's a funny story. I was on my way to go watch the basketball games, which we're gonna get into. But I was on the red line, and um, this uh, this homeless guy was screaming, and he kept screaming over and over. You can't make fun of someone with cancer. You don't degrade someone with cancer. And I thought he was talking to somebody like like the other guy sitting like next to him. And then, but then that guy got up, and he goes on and on for another 10 minutes about how you cannot make fun, like how dare you make fun of someone with cancer. And so then at the end, he's, the big payoff of this whole 20-minute monologue that he had on the red line was, and Will Smith had every right. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about Will Smith the whole time. He he was, he was yelling. He was that, well, he's insane. He was a homeless guy. He's insane. But I would have thought like he was talking about something else because, well, first of all, she doesn't have cancer. That's what I was
2: going to say. Far as I know, she doesn't have cancer. (laughs) Second of all,
1: it's like happened two weeks ago. So I was like thrown off. Um, okay. I watched the basketball games last night. Um, I, we don't even have to discuss the Kansas-Villanova game. I live bet it. Here's another thing with college basketball. I've been making a lot of money live betting NBA games. Um, just because if a, if a team's on a back-to-back and they go up like initially, the team that's losing and not on a back-to-back will win 100 – not win, but at least cover 100% of the time. Because NBA players, eventually they make their shots. Like They're not going to go into the second half and just – they're not going to have an entire bad game, basically. An NBA player will not do that. So I did the same thing thinking, oh, you know, Villanova is going to cover. At one point, it was like 13 and a half or whatever. And I picked them actually. I was like, oh, you know, I think it was like plus 800 to win. So I picked them thinking, oh, they'll start making their shots. But in college, all of these guys suck. So <laughs> well, uh- that that game was like. Obviously Kansas was better. And um you know what the thought I had during that game, and, and then it was blasted away in the Duke UNC game, is I was like, College basketball just sucks. <laughs> like I would I would much rather watch an NBA game any day of the week, like regular, like Toronto, Chicago, no way, than watch that Kansas Villanova game because not, not me. I'm like, these guys can't these aren't the half these guys aren't even athletic. I'm like, what? This isn't even fun to watch. And then the refs suck. They're yeah, calling refs- a charge on everything.
2: I'm like, this isn't even fun. The refs have been terrible throughout the NCAA tournament. Um, I'll watch college over pro any day of the week, especially when you're talking about tournament games. The one thing I'll say about the Villanova game is look, they, they were missing. It was the first game without Moore, who's their you know starter. And, Kansas punched him right in the face, right? They went up 10 0. They were hitting threes. Ajabu or Ajabi, whatever is, can't pronounce his name. Ajabi. It's uh, yeah. hits four threes in a row and they're down 10 nothing. And that was the game because Villanova never recovered. I mean, they got it down to six, but it was as high as 18. And so when you're down, when you're in college, when you're down 15, um, I was talking to Brent with this about today, the margin of error is so slim. They were basically play. Take away that first ten o run. They basically played even, and every team goes on ten o runs and gives up 10 ten o runs. But if you do it at the beginning, and then you kind of all you got to do is play even, that's the you know that's the big problem. And so Villanova played well. I thought they were. They got it down to six. I thought maybe they make another run, and uh, they You know, they had it at nine right before the half, and Villanova hits a, a shot to go up eleven. Big, huge shot. And then it was – I think it was when they were down – they get it down to six, and uh, Braun, I think his name was, or Brown, he hits a three with, like, no time left on the shot clock to put up to nine, and that, and that was it. That was towards the end. Um, funny story about the, about the NCAA tournament. I hate going chalk, and so I never – I rarely ever do it. But this year I had strong feelings about my finals teams – I had Gonzaga beating Arizona. I felt strongly about both of those. And we can talk about the rest of the tournament, too.
1: I, I had the exact same thing. I had yeah. Arizona over Gonzaga. but
2: I had Gonzaga beating Arizona. I, when, the, when I saw the draw, I put Gonzaga all the way. I said, they're going to win it all this year. This is their year. And I thought Arizona had a strong chance uh, as long as they got healthy after the first weekend. And then I put Wisconsin in there because I thought they were going to do well. – I forget. It was probably something to do with their draws. And I also had um, Baylor. And so I had three number one teams in the final four, which I never, ever had. The one final four team with well, the one number one team I didn't have in the final four was Kansas. And they have be, they ended up being the only number one seed to make the, the final four. So I was way off on everything this year. I, I was not uh, I was not a big fan of Kansas throughout the year. I'm surprised. This, obviously, you're number one seed. You figure, all right, it's not a big deal for them to get there. But I just, I didn't have a feeling that they were going to be going to be there. And uh, even watching the Miami game, I mean, they, what they did in the second half to Miami was, I mean, that yeah. talk about a, a flawless half. I mean, Miami was killing them and not score wise necessarily, but um, and Kansas that second half and they played a, a really pretty flawless first half yesterday. So I'm wondering, you know, when are they going to be the bad Kansas, and if they don't, if bad Kansas doesn't show up, they win the championship. If it does show up, I think Carolina's got a good chance.
1: Well, Carolina's another one of those teams that doesn't look like they were very good in the, you know, all the way up to before they beat Duke in the in the yeah. home game in the regular season. They were just like, oh, okay. I mean, they got an eight seed, obviously. <laughs> yeah,
2: they they struggled, <sighs> and um, and then I mean they. Talk about the, the game against Baylor when they were up by 26 points and Baylor comes back to put in overtime. Baylor, I mean, the, how Baylor lost that game was – I would have bet a ton of money that Baylor was going to win that game in overtime, and Carolina could have been out. Uh, they played St. Peter's, uh, so that wasn't going to – it wasn't going to happen for them. But
1: I hate I, – I was saying say this in the last podcast, I'm like, I might be one of the few people that hate watching like a small school win. <laughs> well, I'm I just think- like, because they've never won the whole thing. So it's like, what am I getting, what am I getting excited for? They're not going to win the championship. So you just yeah. going to lose your mind over St. Peter's getting to the elite eight where I already know they're not going to win. Like this is not exciting for me. I'd, I'd much rather watch a team that actually has a shot at doing something.
2: And I think that, Most people feel the same way that you do. They want to see St. Well, first of all, they want to see St. Peter's teams like St. Peter's win a game or two, maybe get to the next weekend and then lose out to the teams and then see some better basketball. Uh, And then you look at some of the other teams that had upsets like Houston, like um, who beat, who beat Gonzaga, Arkansas, Arkansas. I mean, they, they ended up losing, you know, right after. So, You're almost like, look, if they could have gotten past, you know, if Gonzaga and Arizona could have won those games, and they were both in both of those games, I think we very possibly could have had a Gonzaga Arizona championship. But I don't think you're much different. Gonzaga,
1: this just goes back to why why college basketball to me is like inferior. It's like Gonzaga, the refs influenced that entire game. Like their main guy, Chet got in foul trouble, and he didn't even commit three of the fouls. So it's like, how am I supposed yeah. to watch this?
2: There were bad calls. Uh, Gonzaga has good enough players that they should have won without without him, even though obviously he's going to be a top pick, if not the, the number one pick, maybe two or three. Um, yeah, they... What do you
1: think of him? I've, I've had people on that love him, and I've had people on that think he's going to be a bust. No in-between, not one in-between.
2: Yeah, I I think uh, I didn't – when I first watched him play a few times, I, I didn't think he's the number one pick in the draft, and I'm not s- sure he still is. But I think that he's, he's very smart. Um, I think he'll be a good pro. I, I do. I, I think he'll be a good pro. I don't know if he'll be an all-star. Some of it's going to depend on where you go, right? I mean, mm-hmm. but you have teams like – you have some really good te- with the trades and you have some really good teams with really good picks. Like golden state had the number two pick, right? Wiseman, he got hurt, but so he had a chance to go to some good teams with some good players and, and they don't have to perform so, so quickly. Um, it's just, I think he'll be good. You know, I, I don't know that he was the best player in college. It's hard to tell this year. That, the, the Yeah. Know- it
1: definitely depends where you go. Like, Speaking of Golden State, they got this guy named Kaminga, and yeah. he's been uh, amazing this year. But who knows if 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 Kaminga, if he goes to uh, Orlando, to, you know, is he the same like guy? Uh, probably not. Even though I love the Orlando Magic, i've I've been on the I've been on the Magic's case on my last five podcasts. Love the Orlando Magic. I think way, they're gonna but... be
2: good. I think I do to too. I don't get why
1: it's not a free agent destination.
2: Yeah, I think they're going to be good too. I thought that uh, Oscar she, Sheboy of Kentucky was the best player I saw all year. He, he was Sheboy. Domi- yeah, he was dominating. You're not allowed double. to say
1: that in Florida anymore. Is <laughs> double. Did you know
2: that. Yeah, don't get me started <laughs> with that. <man. laughs>
1: I didn't. I actually don't know what I'm talking about. Other than I saw it as a headline. It's like yeah, it's, the, the don't say gay bill. I was hey, like, I'm yeah. not. I'm not even going to look into this.
2: Yeah, it's not worth uh, wasting your time. But Shibui is. Uh, well, there you go again. Yeah, he was. The, <laughs> he, I just like saying Shibway. Um He was the best player that I saw, I, and he won the Player of the Year. I forget which one. I don't think it was first to go
1: by they boy. <laughs>
2: But he's not, uh, he's like a late first round pick and it's, it's always interesting to see the college basketball players like does, how's it going to translate to the NBA? Cause people who struggled frankly in college right, still in the NBA and some who are like dominating can't, can't make it. So it's a lot of it's, you know, what position are you playing? What team mm-hmm. are you going to? Stuff like that. It'll be It's all
1: about body type and if they can dribble, like I've been watching the guy on Duke Paolo. And, I, you know, I'm watching and I'm like, I I don't see it, but I bet you he'll get in the NBA and be very good because he's tall, can dribble, and can create his own shot, right? But right now, I don't know. I just don't see it. But then you got guys like in the past, like Adam Morrison is like dropping like 30 a game, and then he goes to the NBA and he never plays.
2: Charlotte, right? I think he was on Charlotte.
1: He was. That was a Michael Jordan draft pick. Gonzaga kid. And yep. I thought he was going to be good. And then, you know, you get to the NBA and it's just a different animal, man.
2: So I thought um, Benchero. I mean, you could see the flashes of why he's going to be a top pick. But that said, he's going to not going to have the type of ease he had in some of this, like being able to dominate physically against as he gets closer to the rim. I didn't see him shoot a lot. I know he can. I didn't see him shoot a lot. And frankly, that's, I mean – Carolina I thought was very luck- fortunate to win that game because Duke shot very poorly and still had a very good, I mean, they had a good chance to win that. There were so many lead changes and it was like a seven mm-hmm. 0 run here. And then 11 to two run here. It was uh it was pretty wild. It was a very entertaining game. And. Um, well,
1: before we get to the Duke Carolina. All right. We were talking about this before the cast. You didn't, the only person that you didn't hate was Villanova. Is the, yeah, so I point? have,
2: I'm very strong in my dislikes for teams in college athletics. I'm pro. Uh, Notre Dame is my number one hated. They, they stink at basketball, but so it doesn't
1: I, I hate them as well.
2: Although they never, they never should have beat. Rutgers should have won that game in the, the, I mean, how about starting off the whole tournament, the first four, the Rutgers Notre Dame game? Oh, no, that was Indiana. Indiana or Notre Dame? Who did Rutgers play? I'm not
1: going to lie. I didn't start watching until. Anyway, anyway, Notre Dame. Well, everyone got uh, freaked out about St. Peter's. That's when I started watching. And then I watched them get destroyed by 30.
2: Well, it was fun to watch them beat Kentucky. I I love that. I I hate Kentucky basketball. I hate Carolina and Kansas um, in basketball and football. I don't care. Right. So those are the teams. Some of it stemmed to the coach, Roy Williams. I'm not a fan of Roy Williams. I don't really like Bill Self. I, I'm not a Duke fan, but I would say I probably, as you know, if you're going to pick one of those blue bloods that are up there, I probably dislike them more, less than others. And, um, you know, Coach K, it's a great story, but so I, I dislike, I was hoping that Villanova would win because they're the, you know, I'd like to, i like to root for or against someone. And so you'd like to have, It was weird. Sometimes you get these matchups of, like, two teams you like, and you're like, it's weird in the Super Bowl. Like, the Super Bowl, had two teams I could root for. It's a weird thing to watch a game like that. Generally, I like to have someone that I'm rooting against or rooting for.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I didn't have any strong feelings um, whatsoever. Uh, I do enjoy watching the Um, destruction of a feel-good story. So... I uh, I was kind of hoping Coach K lost just because <laughs> I just like watching that. Like everyone's like, "Oh, this is it. It's going to be you know, right off in the sunset," and and I like watching that end. I'm, um, I'm
2: okay with him not getting that ending. But here's what happened last night: North Carolina beats Duke, right? Ends Coach K's career. So Coach K's last two uh, his last two losses at home. Final home game against Carolina. Final four game against Carolina ends up with not a winning record overall against Carolina. Mm-hmm. And uh, first, and this is the craziest thing of them all. How, how they never played in the NCAA tournament before is, is crazy, but only ever NCA appearance against Carolina, he beats them. And so it's, I mean, it was a terrible, it's a bad scenario. If you were going to think about what could be the worst case scenario for coach K that's probably it short of that being you know losing in the championship on like a, you know a big lead or a buzzer beater or something like that but he watched i watched the press the post game and it, he had a really tough job because every question was about him and look people want to know about him and how he feels and all this but he did a a good job of saying this is about the players who you know they're sitting there in the locker room crying and this mm-hmm. is a big you know, this is the moment that this guy's been to a ton of them. And um, I I thought he did a good job about that, uh, of doing that. And, you know, sometimes coaches just say the PC stuff, but I truly believe that he was genuine about it. And that's one of the things why it's harder to hate Duke because coach K is not perfect. None of these people are, but I, I just feel like he's been a good role model and, you know, he's he's coached the, the Olympics team and everyone by all accounts everyone seemed to really like him um, being a coach and as a person. So it's like it's he's hard he's he's easy to root for, I would say that.
1: You know, the opposite side. Best case scenario if you're a North Carolina fan.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well they gotta win, you know, I mean they'll be hat but I know you mentioned Ah, I I
1: mentioned this. I I really think that they have such an extreme hatred towards Duke and Coach K that it felt as if they just won last night.
2: Yeah, but they'll – look, it'll take some of the sting off if they do lose. But you you get to the championship, you just never – look at the Gators, right? Think about the Gators. The Gators win back-to-back in 06 and 07, okay? And Billy gets back to the Elite Eight, and they get back to a Final Four, but they, they haven't made the championship game in a long time. So it's it's very difficult to win. And so when you get there, you got to win. And look at Gonzaga. I mean, just, you know, yeah. they might – who knows if they'll ever win. I don't know. It's very difficult. I know Coach Fuse does a great job and he gets them close. But it's just – it's not easy to win in the tournament. And I, and I don't just mean the championship. I mean winning games. That was mm-hmm. one of the things that was really bothering me about all the, the – the negative press that Mike White got. And look, he deserves some of the negative stuff he got, but the guy got to the NCAA tournament and kept winning games. It's not that easy to do. Ask Calipari how easy it is to win in the tournament. He had a 15 seat. He lost to. You know, ask, yeah. ask uh, a lot of these teams who just, they don't win. And so you just never, it's like anything in sports. You never know when you're going to get back. Uh, college is different, right? A lot of these players are one and done. So I really do believe that they they need to win to, to have that feeling. But it would if they do lose, it's going to take a little bit of this thing off. The season was, I mean, it's such a great success already.
1: What about what about? Let's talk Gators basketball. What, what did you think of the whole Mike White? By the way, best best name last night was uh, Leaky Black. <laughs> 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 uh, but what do you think about the uh the mike white scenario then who'd we get we
2: got someone good
0: i
1: Todd golden,
2: you know? golden from san francisco uh, yeah he's good you know we're he's part of the tribe for us so we're happy um we need
1: to get back to those days you know we need to get back to those joe kim noah yeah but that's bradley beal was was nice too
2: yeah it's we're never gonna get back to those days it's just. People think that the Florida program is a blue blood like Kansas, Carolina, Duke, Villanova. And we were never at that level, even when we won the two championships, which, by the way, will never to be a long time until someone wins back to back. And it, it might not ever happen in our lifetime. But even with all that, it was all, hey, Billy Donovan was a great coach who found the right players. And he he didn't he didn't as close as he got. He still never had the magic afterwards. So and he was a great coach, one, maybe one of the best coaches in all of college basketball history for what he did. Um, you know the fans are have unrealistic expectations, and I and I think we underachieved. Don't get me wrong. I think we needed to win more, but we're not level. We're not in the tier one of college basketball, and and the uneducated fans who are mostly football fans who tuned into basketball, uh, you know, they wanted him out and he left. I mean, the guy left, the guy had a job and he left to go to Georgia. You know, he wasn't getting fired. There was too much money and he didn't deserve to be fired. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think, you know, we lost our number one recruit. who's a five-star top 20 player. Um, I I don't, he still might come back, but it's not looking good. And, and uh, hopefully we can keep uh, Reeves who was playing real well. At the end of the year and we have a couple other recruits and we'll see what happens i mean i think there's excitement for gold in the way that there's excitement for napier and I, I hate comparing basketball and football but you know just from a new coach point of view there's excitement about you know let's see what happens because it wasn't that we had bad coaches it was that maybe these coaches weren't right for the gator program and it was time to move on and i think both uh fans of both football and basketball feel that way. And now he, you know, he's, a, he's another Mike white. He's a mid-major who did well, you know, and we'll see what happens. I'm excited for it, but I'm excited no matter who the co every year, I think we're going to do very well. That's the illness that I have with <laughs> being a Florida Gator. I think we're going to win every game. I, mean, I think we're going to win every football game and there's no reason to think that we can't.
1: <laughs> well, we gotta see if Anthony Richardson is actually yeah, he's got a, to a very good quarterback.
2: The but there's no reason why we can't win every game. Well, we yeah, I talent. guess.
1: I mean, anyone could say that, though. No, we have
2: the talent to match up with any in football.
1: I don't know, man. We need to figure out that defensive side of the ball.
2: I'm excited for it, and I'll be there <laughs> week one against Utah.
1: <laughs> I haven't even seen the schedule yet. Is sca- I need to buy my tickets already. Gainesville's filling up already, I bet yeah,
2: you. Hey, another
1: trip I got. Before we get to your predictions for... um, Actually, real quick, the Mike Krzyzewski thing. Then he walked off and he was holding the, his wife's hand. Yeah. Weird move to me. <laughs> Why? <laughs> it's just something very weird optically of seeing... Two older people holding hands.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got some really uh, interesting viewpoints on uh, relationships. You hold hands with your wife. A real, it's a real uh, mystery why you're not married yet. You hold hands with your <laughs> wife. Do I hold hands with my wife? Probably yeah. not often, but I I do. I don't like. I don't. Oh, think they're big,
1: No, no, they do it all the time. That's I why. No, that's weird. their
2: thing. That's their thing. It's, it shouldn't be weird. Old. I think the older you get, the more you hold hands. Maybe they're just trying to make sure they don't get lost. And <laughs> 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 the average person. Why actually, is he
1: retiring? Here's a, the real question. Why? Why he go? Like, older, uh, it's time
2: to move on. He's got a ton of grandkids, and I think he's ready to for what, the next. You
1: can't. Year. You can't hang out with your grandkids and coach basketball. I was. I was saying this yeah. with Tom Brady. The whole family excuse is always like. Rung a little false to me. It seems well, like a, a false different. narrative.
2: I mean, Coach K is older in life. He's already. What does he have to prove? He's, unless again, short of him winning. Well, he's got to beat UNC in a tournament. Yeah. Too. Short of him <laughs> winning at the end, which he's not. Doesn't know if it's going to happen, and then retiring. I think.
1: Yeah, one of the funniest things with him though was. Uh, he was so against the one and done's and then, like, completely embraced it.
2: Well, you have to. I mean, I, I think it's. He a, was like, ah,
1: oh, you know, this
2: Duke program's
1: about building the young man's character and blah, blah, blah. And then, as soon
2: as he realized, he's like, no, never mind. We'll, we'll do the one and done thing. But I think he believed that. I, I really do. I think he <laughs> believed it and totally figured, look, I need to do this. Otherwise, these other schools are going to do it and they're going to beat us. And they had the tradition to be able to get those players. So it was interesting. But someone, someone like him who says that I believe him, that he actually believed it. If someone like, who knows, whatever it was, you know, at uh, Louisville or Wake Forest says that, then you're just like, all right, well, you know, you don't believe it because you, you're not going to have a steady flow of one and dunners coming in. But it, look, look at Calipari. He gets one-and-done, top recruiting classes all the time. Hasn't won in yeah, any. Yeah, is, he, is no. he,
1: like, done? No. I don't know. Still they just don't seem to in. have the same aura that they did when they were getting, like, John Wall and Cousins there.
2: I mean, they had players. They just, you know, sometimes you're, you're talking about seven 18-year-old kids who, who who, knows how they're going to be. These recruitings in basketball is even a lower margin for error than, than football because you only get, like, four or five of them. If they don't play well together or they have different agendas and half of them are already thinking about their NBA career, it's, um, it's not easy. And so. What do you think about the transfer portal? Yeah, I don't like it. I think it's just too easy for like Omar Payne just left Illinois. Like people going on three, four teams. And then you got the graduate thing that the rule that they had. And now with the COVID year. Uh, someone, there was a, on Twitter, there was a high school recruit who was like, the, the portal's killing us because these, you know, these players are coming to taking their spots almost because if, if someone goes to a smaller school and then they do well and they come to a bigger school or right. someone's not doing well. And then they come to a smaller school. And I just don't, I, I, I get that a coach can go. Um, so there should be some type of movement. And if you don't, if you're not happy where you're at, you should be able to go. But I didn't mind the sit out a year, like make them sit out a year and don't make it so easy for people to train. It's more, it's free agency basically is what it is. And, you know, I don't think there's any room for free agency. And now you get that combined with the NIL deal, which again, I'm all for players getting paid, but man, it's the wild, wild West. And there's, there's no way that they're going to be able to really monitor it. And so, you know, people were cheating behind doors and now they're kind of doing it right in your face and Mm -hmm. uh, but they got to find a way to make all of this work otherwise i think college basketball will will suffer and football too but college basketball i think more will it yeah i I, kind of think
1: we're gonna get to like an nba range where you're just gonna be like oh all the players decided to go to duke
2: (laughs) (laughs) they all all transferred These teams are all going to get. Well, they're
1: them. all one and done, so it doesn't really matter in basketball, but that could happen in football for sure.
2: But not everyone who you think is going to be a one and done is going to be a one and done. There's, you know, there's limited spots in the NBA, and the players are throughout the season either don't play up to their expectations or other players, you know, play. Yeah, we well lost either. that one
1: guy who was playing on Gonzaga, who was on the Gators. Oh, yeah, really I forget what his. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was. So in that area, I don't like it. I'd rather him be stuck in. No, I
2: want him to go, but have him sit out. (laughs) I would think, you know, maybe have him sit out a year. Why? Why? What's
1: with the sit out a year thing? You think that'll make him like think it through a little bit more? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's
2: that was they. That was the rule before they had to sit out a year, and and you know, no, there wasn't as many transfers. Now you could transfer without sitting out a year without any reasoning. And so look how – I mean, there's hundreds of – LSU lost 11 players in the portal already. Now, Mm -hmm. their coach got fired, and they're probably going to go on probation, so it makes sense. But the Gators lost four to five last year, and they're going to lose a few more this year. And so so turning it over that much, we had a bunch of transfers come in. So I think that the Gators were a net positive in the transfer portal, but I still don't – I don't like it overall. I just – and we're going to get a couple of good transfers, too, to come in and, and fill. I, I just Although feel like... a
1: regular student can transfer, can't they? If, they? if they have the grades, right? They could transfer every year if they wanted to.
2: Yeah, but you the, the thing about it was you had to sit out a year, so people weren't just transferring every year. I mean, he's yeah, like, if you don't have a bad experience... But it's... if
1: a regular student can do it, what's the difference between that and a, a, a basketball player? you're just
2: talking about being able to play. The basketball player can transfer... They just have to sit out if they, if they have to sit out,
1: I'm never going to convince you of this sit-out well, of you. I, I just
2: think there's, a, a, there's it's too chaotic with no, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't like it. And, you know, the, people are getting bad. They're getting bad advice. You look at someone like Anthony Derugy for the Gators who's opting for the NBA draft. I mean, he's not going to get drafted, I don't think. Definitely not in the first round. And so the first round is the only thing in the NBA that's guaranteed, and there's only 60 players that are going to get drafted. And it's not like football and baseball, and um, you know where there's a lot of free agents. Like you know, there's opportunity to play. You can play in Europe. You could play in the G League. But mm-hmm. I just yeah, there's gonna be like, some
1: good G League players coming in the NBA.
2: Now, so, uh, Scotty Lewis is killing it in the G League. Mm-hmm. So it's just I feel like there's got to be a better. There's got to be more. Um, it's just too chaotic. The transfer portal, the NIL stuff. It's um, I don't know. You're gonna watch the the, the game tonight? I know you, the the women's game. game I watched right? the the no. on Stanford game the other night, and it was, was it good. It was. I, I watched the fourth quarter in overtime. Yeah, and it, was, it was probably the best basketball game I've saw. So, that and, dude, why
1: are you lying?
2: No, oh, I'm telling you, it was the, 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 they were hitting shots. And you haven't, hit, you've
1: been watching. You've never seen Michael Jordan, then I guess. No,
2: I'm talking about this year, not
1: in the Uh, oh, okay. I'm
2: talking about this year. No, how in about college?
1: Giannis? I'm
2: talking about this year in college. I've seen Giannis plenty. How about Giannis? Oh, That's that great. guy, that
1: freak of nature that can dribble. How about Giannis? seven boss? feet and can literally dunk it from the free throw line. But I'll tell you what. Those UConn women
2: did this uh, lineup that I was yeah, like blew zero, my mind. They play ninety five percent of the time. They play zero defense in the NBA.
1: That's not true anymore, dude. Yeah, it is. You they watch the normal. They went,
2: every you game, watch there's some of the games now. Every game, it's uh, some team is up twenty points, twenty five points, and then there's a comeback. I could script the game for you, but You're Embiid's block, uh, uh, Giannis's block of Embiid to win the game the other day. Was, yeah, I mean that's a that's an MVP type winning play. But anyway, so UConn, back to UConn for a second. Yeah,
1: best game you've ever it, seen. It was yeah. one of the
2: best best games I've seen in college basketball this year. And UConn has made 14 straight Final Fours. Just think about that. 14. They've made 14 straight Final Fours. That's insane. And uh, G- um, Gino, yeah, Gino Ariana, he's 11 and 0 in the national championship game. So we'll see if he can. keep – He's going to have a tough matchup. Tonight, but not um, oh, fuck it. I'll watch it. My yeah, it's worth, I, look, no, I don't watch. Yeah, you know, fourth quarter comes on. It's a close game. I'll watch it. I feel like I don't need to watch the whole game, but I feel that way with a lot of things. Lot, you know, if it's a close game, I'll watch it for any sport towards the end and see what happens. You'll
1: watch Love Is Blind if it's oh, on.
2: That I won't watch. I don't. Even You'll watch
1: it. The Bachelor if
2: it's on. No, I don't watch. I don't really watch reality TV. What's that
1: other one? Sex in Paradise. Uh, I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just about made Island, I about Paradise Island. I just made up hey, that name. Big anymore. brother? <laughs> big mother?
2: Is that where big brother?
1: I've no, I haven't seen. been watching. All right, who you got in the championship game then? Give me your click it to you pick know it.
2: This guy. Do you know who this guy is right here? Give me your I don't give a fuck about big I wanna mother. I want to know if you know who this guy is. Real quick, I want to know if you know who that is.
1: Yeah, it's Bill Self. No, wait. Yeah, that's the guy who thinks, I just want to fly. He was was uh, uh, he, he, Mike he, yeah. or Mark
2: McGrath. Mark right? McGrath. He was on the Beach Boys cruise that I was on. He filled he in with the Beach Boys for a little bit, and he did a meet and greet. Uh, it was fun.
1: That's the cruise he went on?
2: It was, yeah, it was, Beach Boys. It was
1: Beach Boys themed?
2: Yeah. That's and, interesting. Uh, and the yeah. Yacht Rock, the uh, Mickey Dolan's from the Monkees was on. The Temptations were on. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, Yacht Rock Review, Mark McGrath, Emerson Hart from Tonic. And there was a, the Hard Day's Night Beatles cover band was on. They were very good, too. That sounds fun.
1: You, uh, did you just float out in the water or you go to destinations? Yeah, like, you go to you –
2: know, we went to – only three days. stuff on the boat was the action. It was – it's a six. year Together. It was great. I mean, they have so many songs. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, they're really good. Nobody, the yeah. Beach Boys, are disrespected in my mind, just like Giannis. And in fact, I would call the you know Giannis the Beach Boys of the NBA, and and it's trending in some circles. Okay, um, the guy, okay, who, won, who, you, the guy <laughs> who won the
2: MVP is considered maybe the best player in the league. That that guy is underrated. First of all, it should
1: be a guarantee. The MVP, the fact that it's a discussion is insulting and then uh you know that that award makes no sense anyway they give it to random people every year just because i mean michael jordan should have got it 10 years straight so should have lebron but that you know you're not allowed to win it 10 years
2: in a row apparently Um, what do you make of lebron because i mean how i hate
1: he's the second best player of all that's
2: fine but the lakers are they're not gonna
1: make the playoffs no, they are not going to make the playoffs, which That's I am. Crazy. I have conflicting views on because I kind of wanted to, like a kid with a, a magnifying glass, like you know, burning the legs off an ant. I, I wanted to watch the Lakers struggle um, in the play-in, and then I was hoping they'd even get in the playoffs so that I could watch them get swept uh, yeah, by the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. but um, look lebron uh made the bed he can sleep in it he recruited carmelo he recruited russell uh they could have had caruso uh they could have had buddy healed instead of russell and then they could have combined that with malik monk and kept caruso and who's probably the best defensive you know guard they've ever had and he's doing great things in chicago so Look, LeBron, you you recruited all these uh, geezers, so you can go ahead and score 50 points a night if you want. You're not going to the playoffs, and you're stuck there next year unless you get traded. And so I'm loving every minute of it. I watch every Lakers game. It's a a sickness for me.
2: Yeah. I have to watch
1: them lose. It's not as
2: bad as when they lost with uh, Peyton and um, Malone.
1: I think it's worse than that, because at least that team made the playoffs.
2: Yeah, but that team was better. I mean, this team wasn't as good. LeBron's been injured. I, right. I can't understand and a Davis rest, has been injured. not a bad fit. And such a bad fit. I just can't understand. Uh, oh, and he it's, pretty, it's, pretty
1: easy, it's pretty easy to understand. It's, uh, he's a ball-dominant. He's always been ball-dominant, and so he's not that anymore, which means he only gets specific shots, so he can't put up, like, 20 shots like he used to. And yeah, so that, when he was in OKC, better. Just see, Or when he was a wizard, you would just see, oh, Russell scored 30 tonight. <laughs> you didn't see that he took 30 shots.
2: No, um, he's, he's, a, he's a Hall of Famer. Sure, sure.
1: I mean, Ben Wallace is in the Hall of Fame, so uh, apparently they the put anybody in there.
2: <laughs> he's, a, he's much better than Ben Wallace. He's not a Ben Wallace, <laughs> and we're going to wonder why he made it. Uh, the guy uh, averaged a triple. Ben Wallace won a championship. This guy averaged a triple-double. Do you even understand what that means? Yeah, I know. I like dude. I,
1: I loved Russell Westbrook, and now I just you know he went to the dark side. He went to Darth Vader, so I have to hate him now.
2: Before we talk about the finals tomorrow, um, uh, who's going to win the NBA? I, I think the Nets have no shot. I would say the Nets have no shot.
1: Phoenix is. Um, I had my notes on this. Wait a second. Let me see if I still have my notes. Phoenix. It's pretty much guaranteed to win. Um, uh, and I let me tell Cold you why.
2: State, you never know about Golden State though.
1: No, Golden State's
2: done. Um you see that comeback. Check this NFL out.
1: Team? Check this out. Check this out. With well, Golden State, dude, they're done. Just forget no. it. Um, a team that's nine wins better than second place. Okay. Got that in your mind? Yeah. Only a few teams have ever done it. 67 Sixers were eight games better, 72 bucks, 14 games, 73 Celtics, eight games, 92 Bulls plus 10 Bulls in 96, eight games better than the second-place team. 2,000 Lakers were 12 games better than the second-place team. Uh, Five of the six of those won the championship, and the Suns are right now are, I think, nine wins better.
2: Suns are 12 wins better than the Heat, who's first in the East right now. I mean, that's.
1: Well, the Heat, uh, not the Heat, the the East is so muddled. I just. Yeah. That's why I think maybe the Nets could get there, and then you never know. I mean, they have the best player, in my opinion. Yeah. uh, KD. And so you never know. They, think, they have a they have they need Ben Simmons if they really wanted to win the whole thing. But
2: I like uh, I like I like I like Simmons better than most do. But I don't think I think the Celtics are the and the, the winner of the Celtics box is going to win the East. And then I think
1: well the well, Celtics they, just lost Robert Williams. He tours me. Yeah, he'll be back. Yeah, I think he'll see. be back.
2: Warriors... Uh, but,
1: I mean, just off those stats alone, and the only team that didn't win that championship is because one of their main players got injured in the playoffs. So It's when one team is so much more dominant than the rest of the league. It's like, and the Suns are angry. They didn't win last year. So then you have that added benefit of them being angry. I love the Suns. I love their whole attitude. Devin Booker's is an assassin. Chris Paul... Is a uh, gangster, and then you got Aiton killing it, and then all Mikel Bridges is really good, sharpshooter. Their whole team is very good, so I love this Isn't it
2: great that the NBA expanded the playoffs and a team that's like 13 games under 500 is going to make the play in game? Isn't that great?
1: Well, that's the funny thing. That's why I think this Lakers team is even worse than that, that yeah, Carl maybe. Malone, Gary Pate, because they've expanded the playoffs and they're not even going to make it terrible.
2: And meanwhile, we talk about how much top heavy the you know the west might be, but if you look at overall, you know, the Nets are there in the I think they're in the play in and they're they over 500. So Well,
1: I'll tell you what. I'd rather the Nets be in the playoffs than not. So based off of that, I'm glad there's an expanded playoff.
2: I mean, shit, the Knicks would be in the playoffs in the west if <laughs> that's how bad <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks would be there. You, you can't, you're, if you're worse than the Knicks, you don't belong in the playoffs.
1: No, the Knicks are in trouble too because they gave everyone a huge contract after last yeah. year. Okay.
2: Um,
1: yeah, okay. I'll, I'll talk NBA all day, dude. No, I let's mean, go. I'll, all right. I'll
2: give you my prediction for tomorrow night. Okay. I, I think Carolina wins it. I think, um, you know, probably something like 77 to 70. To, you know free throw end up hitting some free throws in the end the close game and um i think they uh they end up i think they end up doing it i i, I uh, but i'm i'm so biased i <laughs> who knows all right um take that with a grain of salt i had kansas not in the final four so you know.
1: <laughs> yeah and i've been in shambles on the betting side of it i'll take kansas though just to be opposite i think uh uh, the UNC guy, didn't he tweak his ankle?
2: He did, but he'll he'll play. And Kansas hit so – I mean, they, they were shooting lights out. And so, I don't know. I, I feel like they'll have maybe an off half. If they don't have a, a perfect half, I think Carolina will take advantage of it. But, I mean, that just shows you how, how underachieving Carolina was with the players that they had all year. And I didn't watch enough to know if they were healthy or not, which I I feel like they were. I don't think they had a lot of injuries. And that was not a good ACC, too. The ACC was down. And they were, you know, although the ACC almost could have had three teams in the Final Four, uh, Miami could have won that game, which they very, you know, at halftime they very easily could have done. So –
1: yeah, Miami's turned it around. Um why why don't you like uh Roy Williams? He never covered that.
2: Roy, Roy Williams was uh he accused Billy Donovan of cheating. Oh he did? I, got, I think it was um I have to look it up. I think it was Mike Miller.
1: He's like and I've never done anything like that in my 70 years.
2: Yeah, he's um what the heck was it?
1: I just like that he he's he's one of those guys with the mask where he, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Like last night, he had it on at some points, and then other times he didn't. And he was just like, sometimes I like wearing it, and then in the, in the second half, I don't like wearing it. Yeah,
2: so Kansas. You see what
1: I'm saying? It's like either wear it all the time or none of the time. Why do yeah. I just like it just
2: Kansas? Told on the Gators, and 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 when Donovan was there, Williams. And so I, I just hated Caroline, Kansas, and Carolina ever since. I think I probably hated them. I, I wear—I don't wear a mask generally anymore, but there are some scenarios where I guess I might put it on. But yeah, the basket at the basketball game it's just weird. I feel like why
1: My problem is not—it's the inconsistency. Yeah, I know. You're I, I, in the exact same seat. It's like, yeah. well, are you gonna wear it or you're not gonna wear it?
2: I get it. I get it. What do you think about Jen Psaki leaving the, the White House?
1: I'm sorry, I'm watching uh, the Lakers lose again. Are they on um, that? Say that again? Yeah, they're playing Denver. They're down oh. by
2: uh Jen nine. Psaki leaving the White House as press secretary. Oh, she's leaving? Yeah. Going to MSNBC. That job
1: doesn't have a, a good uh,
2: a good life, does it? No, I mean look, she did. I highly did. stressful. Yeah, I, it, it, I don't know if I said this to you when I talked, if we ever talked about it, but if I was on who wants to be a millionaire and you had to ask me like the final question was who was the press secretary under like Clinton or anyone before Trump I, for a million dollars, I could have had all lifelines and I would still not get it. And now Trump comes along and everyone knows the press secretary, who the press secretary. Is. I had no idea they did it every day. I literally had no idea that they had a press Trump secretary. Trump had like 19 press secretaries. Yeah. But nobody like, knew until, until not him. Not doing a good out.
1: job, Spicier, you're out. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Who's the guy who had the job for one day?
2: Oh, that was uh, Scaramucci. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he, was, he had it for 11 days. I think it was 11 days. Oh, okay. And he went on Big Brother. He was on Celebrity Big Brother, I think. Was there a Saturday Night Live last night? Because I assume they probably have some good stuff with the Chris Rock.
1: Oh, I didn't see. I should look that up.
2: Yeah, I I usually record it, so I don't know.
1: Russell Westbrook just missed a free throw, by the way. (laughs) The rest of this cast, Matt's just going to leave. I'm just going to live (coughs) tell you what's uh, happening with the Lakers.
2: (laughs) There was a new one last night, and I'll I'll be interested to see what they do with uh, the Chris Rock slap.
1: Here's a question. What would you have done? If you got slapped
2: Man, by Will Smith, it, it was so, it, now that I see it and I heard that Chris Rock just doing nothing. It was like that's that's a that's a boss move, just standing up there. And like, I mean, Chris oh, Rock, what's okay. Chris Rock gonna do anyway? But just stand there like it didn't affect him. And uh, there was all kinds of rumors about it that stage because the company that was sponsoring it also sponsors hair loss products and so i don't know there's a whole lot of conspiracy theories i it wouldn't shock me if any of it was true it's hollywood it's acting these are some of the best actors in the world No. So you could what can you offer will
1: smith it's like oh you're already super rich gonna win the oscar and super famous oh, well, do we gonna...
2: have the pitch for you you're gonna you can win the oscar we'll give you the oscar if you do this
1: no, absolutely. Not. They're like, we want someone said uh, I forget who
2: it was, maybe Trevor Noah or uh, someone else was like, Next year they're definitely gonna go back to the Oscars so white Because they don't want to have any more of these incidents.
1: Oh, uh, he already retired from the academy. Yeah, I he know. didn't hear he Billy Crystal back. back.
2: He was Billy Crystal was doing his thing. It was pretty I thought Chris Rock is very good at his at what he does. Um I mean, he
1: was just the presenter, he wasn't even the host.
2: Oh, That's he, like he was
1: just riffing. Yeah, he was just riffing. Who was the host? Host was like Amy Schumer and like Wanda Sykes.
2: They did like oh. three women. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought he was the host. So he was just a presenter? I feel They're like a like... presenter is not supposed to do jokes, and that makes it a little bit different. I get he's a comedian, but.
1: Yeah, he's just a presenter for best documentary.
2: No, best actor.
1: No, he was best documentary, and then an oh, hour wow, yeah. later, Will Smith won for best oh, actor. It was an hour? Yeah.
2: Well, they, the rumor I heard was that Chris Rock said they didn't want Will removed, but they should have told Will, "Look, you got it. You got to leave."
1: <laughs> well, they couldn't do that because they knew an hour later he was going to win the award. Oh, well,
2: they could have had him come back. I guess
1: I all. could have changed it. You know, just cross off. Yeah, they could have interviewed him
2: from anywhere in the world, like you know, from jail or something present him with the, this jail well
1: um actually, you know we'll Smith couldn't
2: be here you all know why you saw it uh but let's hear what <laughs> he has let's hear what he has to say and go live from like the holding cell
1: I, if i was his pr person i would have been like yeah leave i'll do the speech for you oh his pr <laughs>
2: person talk to him i mean that's talk about poof I don't know. I would have been like, come on, dude. Come well, on, bro. Well, well, so if there's going to be a Chris Rock, Will Smith moment at the Grammys tonight, who do you want it to be? Give me two people you want it to be.
1: Oh. Oh, man. Well, I guess we've already seen Kanye, right? We've yeah, already seen him.
2: Cares about
1: Kanye. Yeah, nobody cares about a Kanye meltdown. Uh, I'd like to see How about uh, Adele <laughs> – I'd like to see Adele uh, screaming at full volume. Did you hear Kid um, Rock's new song? Nicki Minaj.
2: (laughs) Did you hear Kid Rock's new song? No. How's it go? Oh, man.
1: Gonna take my horse to the old town road. Oh, wait. No, that's somebody
2: else. (laughs) I say Kid Rock. Kid Kid Rock's got a new song. It's called uh, We the People.
1: Oh, fantastic! And, Is it well, one of those songs that's going to trigger you? Uh,
2: I don't get triggered by this, but I just find it entertaining. I find no. It- it's
1: like it's designed to trigger, oh, so yeah, that he yeah, can yeah. like revive his career. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, he wrote. Uh, it's it's. He talks about like coming together and loving each other, and he's got like six let like nine Let's Go Brandons, and he's f bombing everyone: Fauci, Biden, CNN, TMC. <laughs> And then the line says, "But no, let's all get along and love each other." And I'm going to go see him this <laughs> summer. I like his music. I mean, I think he puts on a good show, although
1: I- that's like Will Smith's speech. You know, I'm going to slap someone, and then I'm a vessel. Yeah, lover. that was that was weird. i a he
2: back, love. He came yeah. back and said, "I'm a work in progress." I, you know, it wasn't. I don't know how genuine it was.
1: Have you ever gotten to that point, Matt? Have you ever gotten that angry?
2: N- not when I would physically like in the moment but again that's not in the moment he 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 was laughing Jada stares at him then he goes and walks up and slaps him so no I've never had that point where I had time to think about it and then done that I I don't know I just it's just not what are you going to say about me you could make fun of my mom and my dad and my family like what do I care what you say that's true You're gonna make me like i'm gonna risk everything i've worked up and built which isn't anywhere near what will smith has by the way. <laughs> uh i'm gonna let you ruin that for me no i don't i don't care
1: Ah uh, man crazy yeah the world do I've, been, in- I've been angry before but i, I don't i I'm, angry a, I'm like michael jackson i'm a lover not a fighter yeah
2: but think about this ding 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 You just nothing surprises me anymore. Like you always think this is like the craziest thing you've seen, as you said, and something else is going to happen. That's not even going to be in three months. We're not even going to be talking about that. There's going to be something else that happened. Like who knows? I I don't know.
1: I'd like to see the hologram of Michael Jackson get booed tonight. (laughs) There you go. That's it. That's what I want to see. (laughs) Like. You well, are not alone. While well, the entire audience boos his hologram.
2: I'm I'm Is interested it, to see uh, what they do. Yeah, with, I with the, am here uh, with you, Chamonix.
0: Yeah. When you're born, born yeah, I can...
1: Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I want to see, see tonight. I'm interested
2: to see what they do with the Foo Fighters. I think they're supposed to perform maybe do something oh, okay. that'll be interesting uh man the in memoriam has lost a ton of of legends in the music world so that, <laughs> yeah I, look, I don't know why it's weird i look forward to the in memoriam and see how they you know how they handle it and especially when you've lost some of the you know and it's sad you know i mean th- they talk about this guy obviously did some drugs but think about why you know why is he doing these drugs got a lot of problems Juice world. Was catalyze. that this year? Uh, yeah, we
1: lost. Yeah, the, yeah, he died this I year. Was,
2: it's always hard to tell what songs and music and movies and and people because I feel like you watch an award show and I'm like, that was like three years ago. What are they still doing? But
1: yeah, I think they have to catch up.
2: What um, what's the Lakers' score?
1: Uh, one twenty two, one fifteen. Denver is winning the game.
2: So at what I don't point see LeBron. Good? at what point is it um is it over for them right? Because from what i hear they have the toughest remaining schedule in the league and they're well, They definitely leaving.
1: have to win this game
2: yeah well lebron's going to leave so he's not going to be at the lakers next year uh, his son has another year right his son's got to probably play a year somewhere before he goes to the nba which is ridiculous i'm sure he'll play his with his son's body. not
1: that good
2: He'll play. It doesn't matter. He's LeBron. He'll a team will sign him to get LeBron for a year, and that'll be that.
1: Yeah, I know. I think that's what that's the conspiracy theory is why he was given like Sam Presti his like uh, roses is that Oklahoma City has a ton of draft picks, enough draft picks where you could reasonably think to yourself, if you're a GM, if I can get LeBron for a year, I'll waste one of these draft picks on his son.
2: That'd be interesting to see him go to. uh the
1: thunder (laughs) yeah just the weird last year and then it's like oh great you're playing like that's obviously not a championship team so then it's like what so he's there's no way he's catching jordan anymore um i don't know it's uh he he, he's still very good I, i gotta give it to him he's very good at basketball yeah but um i'm glad to watch him squirm um so you're going with the Warriors, then? It sounds like you're locked in. Well, I
2: Warriors. think the Suns. I think the Suns probably will win. It wouldn't shock me if the Warriors take him, and then I think Celtics, Bucks. Uh, well, they're going to play each other, right? It just depends. It could go, but they might play each other. Um, I, I'm, I don't. I don't have faith. Those are the two teams I think will can win the East. I don't think any of those other teams are going to win. I have no faith in the Heat no faith in the, in the nets or the Sixers. And, um, but I, I think it would be good. I, I, I'd, I'd root for the Suns to win. It'd be a good story. They really built their team through the draft. And mm-hmm. you know, obviously actually got Paul to come along, but between Aiton and, uh, Devin Booker, Booker. Bridges. Incredible. Yeah.
1: All right. One last thing. I'm uh, going to the Kentucky Derby. Have you ever been?
2: I haven't. It's on my bucket list. It's, um, it's always around my birthday too. I was looking for some
1: advice, but
2: are you going to be in the, there's a, there's a Phillies and something. Are you going to any parties? Are you able to get into any parties? Nope. Just
1: going to the infield.
2: Yeah. I don't know. Get yourself a hat and mint julep. I think, is that what they drink there? Yep,
1: I was gonna go with a nice hat, and uh, we'll do some bourbon trails. We're getting in Thursday, so we'll do that Thursday and Friday night, and then we'll. How do you get tickets for the
2: infield? Are they hard to get, or you just
1: no? No, they're they're easy to get. You just buy one, and uh, it's like some big party in the middle. We were gonna do the whole seating and the suites. I couldn't get enough people where that would make financial sense for everyone. So it's on my
2: bucket list. And again, it's always around my birthday. So I'm hoping my brother and I will get there one day. I'm trying to work with them. Don't don't you think it'd be cool to have like a commemorative cool thing? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't, you know, but not this year, maybe next year.
1: Okay. Well, I'll take pictures. I'll send them your way. Yeah, we're
2: excited to hear what it's uh, what it's all about, and what what football game are you going to come to? You're going to come to Gainesville?
1: Yeah, I come every year. Probably Tennessee. That's that's my game of choice. Are they are they playing at home for Tennessee or no?
2: I don't. uh, I don't think it is. You are not alone. Yeah.
1: All right. Let me look here. Uh, um, Missouri. How about Missouri? Home games,
2: we got Utah, Kentucky, USF, Eastern Washington. LSU. Missouri, LSU. LSU, Carolina.
1: I got to pick like a lame one. The other ones are probably
2: already sold out. <laughs> October 1. I'll be at the Utah game and the Florida-Georgia game.
1: Uh, no, I'll probably go to like something lame like Missouri or – South Carolina
2: Yeah Well
1: Enjoy Love the Gainesville, derby. though. Love Gainesville though. Ah, Can't wait that. to get back
2: Have you been to Spurrier's yet? I have I went there last time It was good Have yeah. you been upstairs at the um, What the heck is it? Leiser? Uh What's it called? The upstairs The rooftop No Yeah it's fun up there It's pretty cool
1: No, it'll be uh, it'll be good. I'm excited. I love going back to Gainesville, and man, two years of the pandemic really.
2: Do you have a favorite restaurant there? Where do you what do you do when you you have like staples that you do when you're there? Well, I mean,
1: we try and get to satchels and try and do the uh, Ginny Springs, Uh, but we always go to that same bar. That's um, it's completely new. It's uh. I forget what it's called. It's in midtown. It's got speaking of a rooftop place, it has a second floor. Are you talking about the
2: old porpoise? Probably. Yeah. It's like
1: in the main area. Right across from the is. stadium. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they they're they're not there anymore. They've changed owners, I think. I have a last year. Of, I have a cup of so the yeah. Tennessee game? I have a pint glass that says stolen from uh the hell was it called? it wasn't
1: called the porpoise though it's called no, like it, something it, else had, like uh,
2: it changed
1: well it's just gonna be another bar right i mean i don't really care it's what gotta it's be a restaurant
2: bar restaurant type thing gator it was um damn it what the heck was the name of it <laughs> and then
1: they said they were opening up a new swamp somewhere
2: i think they're moving i was i was never a big uh it was called the social
1: yeah 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 yeah
2: but it's up for it got bought out, I think.
1: Whatever, as long as they still have drinks and yeah, let no, people seen, in, that's you know, where you
2: know, I'm nice going to go. Nice rooftop. Oh, there you go. I'm a Hogan's. Now there, all there's
1: like apartments now everywhere in Midtown, yeah. and it's like a completely like different place. It's weird, but also I like it. So I don't know. It's like one of those experiences where you're like. I kind of miss the nostalgia of them, but I kind of like these new places too. So,
2: there's a Wawa like within walking distance of the stadium.
1: Everything's cool. different. They, like we went to some random restaurant like on the outskirts that's like brand new too. I don't know. I just miss the good old days yeah. of, of my my era. I bet you everyone who was visiting then was like, "Oh, look at all these." evolutions and upgrades it's so lame but uh such is life such is life
2: yeah what uh i saw you change the name of your music page are you getting back into that
1: yeah i'm gonna start promoting stuff on there like paying for stuff
2: new songs or
1: yeah i'm working with this other guy um who's a rapper called bentley the poet and uh we're gonna do an album together so Nice. It'll be good. It'll be let, me, let me know if
2: you need me to drop a hook in there somewhere.
1: Okay. Oh, will be the first to know. All
2: right. I've actually had a. I've, actually right. had a couple, I've had a couple people on my show who are who do some rap too. They might be good to collaborate with.
1: I'll, I'll always lay down lay down some rhymes. Never yeah. afraid. I'm never scared. <laughs> um. Okay. Thank All you right. for joining, Matt. Let's, uh, I'll hit you up more often. We got to do this more often. So yeah, I'm
2: in anytime. Enjoy the derby and uh, enjoy the game tomorrow. I'll, don't bet. Don't bet. Save your money.
1: Don't gamble, kids. All right. Like we always go out, it's Sunday night. But on the Sunday Punch Podcast, it's always Friday night.
0: Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might fly away to someplace they don't know who we are now i'm riding shotgun in your car we drive through the city like explorers going 65 Flowing hair flying across your face. We left on Friday. Now it's Saturday. Pressed jeans buttoned up. Jeans iron slipping up. Red shoes walking slow. Headphones blaring three stacks. Sunglasses flaring out. Thick watch hanging low. Studded belt pulled taut. Three stacks on the radio. Friday night. I'm thinking that we just might run away to some place we we can be who we are we can be who we are